are the last sequence of gear changes. And stop and consider this, Mark. He was the runner-up here in 2016. He missed out by one-tenth of a second. He was the runner-up here last year. He missed out by seven-tenths of a second. But more telling was in 2014. He had this thing by the throat and it got away from him. He should have won on that occasion, but he's going to do it today. He makes the run down to the final corner and Shane Van Gisbergen is about to put his foot on the brake for the very last time and line it up to the chequered flag. The 31-year-old Kiwi is the master of Bathurst and Shane Van Gisbergen takes victory at Mount Panorama. It's the biggest day on the Australasian motorsport calendar. The Bathurst 1000 underway at Mount Panorama shortly after 2 o'clock. Shane Van Gisbergen looking to go back-to-back after his win last year, following on from Scotty McLaughlin's success in 2019. Kiwi driver Paul Radisic raced Bathurst 18 times, so he knows the race and the event pretty well. Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. What is it about Bathurst that people love so much? Thanks, Jason. Um, uh, well, Bathurst, it's, it's, it really is now a, a one of its kind. It's the only, only mountain track in the world, and... Um, from a driver's point of view, it's got every type of challenge that you can get out of a track, let alone the event itself, which is you know, a thousand kilometre torture for man and machine. And uh, not only do you have to share it with somebody else, but you know you, you need you need everything going for you to, uh, uh, to to get to the the podium. You know, and if you do get on the podium, it's it's really you sort of look at it as a, as a bonus. You know, and it's uh, and I think. That's what the challenge is about. That's why, you know, it's one of the top five events of, of the motorsport calendar of the world. So um, you can ask any driver. They all want to come down and do it. You know, schedules or, 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 or something else. But, you know, if they do get the, the chance to, um, to to come and do the, the race, most drivers want to do it, you know, at least once in their, uh, in their career. You've done it a number of times, so you're in a great position to answer this. What, what are the big challenges? Are they are they mental? Are they physical? What really challenges you at Mount Panorama? You get look, you get you get a bit of everything because it's you're there for a week. The lead up, uh, all the sponsor commitments, um, it, it just it it just goes. You know the, the the challenges start from the day you get there, and then preparation and you know hydration, food. Uh, getting yourself settled. The biggest thing, of course, is 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 every time and I, I've raced here 18 times, and I have to say, every time that I went there, it's like I'd never been there before. It's like it's, it's, you don't get many laps of, of practice. You get roughly, you know, as a, as a lead driver, you might get 25 laps in total, and if you're a co-driver, you're lucky if you get half that. So. They are the challenge. They are the, the real challenges, and and let alone you know once because you've been there for a whole week and you practice and you qualify and you, if everything's gone well for you, by the time you know Saturday afternoon comes, you really just want to get on with the race and and uh, and see what's going to unfold for you. But the challenges are, are huge for driver, team, personnel, and and that's what makes it. But, you know, that's what makes the race so special. You talked about being on the podium, which you were twice, 1990, second, and the year 2000, also second. Uh, do you look back and, and think, well, actually, before you look back and think about it, tell us about those two second places. Were they were they similar kinds of races uh, 10 years apart? Yeah, they were, because um, one was in a, in a Ford Sierra, so that had its challenges. I mean, 
know, seven, eight, 700 horsepower around there on, on tiny little mini tyres uh, with no aerodynamics. So, you know, it was the, the, the year with Dick Johnson. Uh, Dick tried to, uh, there were the days you could swap cars and Jeff Allen and I had been running just consistently out the front all day and, uh, and then all of a sudden we found ourselves in, in the lead. And uh, Dick's car had broken down, and as I said, those days you, the, the lead driver could jump in any car. And um, came into the pit, we, we swapped. Um, luckily, I was there ready, and Dick hopped out, I hopped in. Sorry, Dick hopped in, and he couldn't adjust the seat. He couldn't get couldn't get it far enough back. And, uh, and in a split second, he decided he couldn't do it, so they threw me in. But we lost the race by the amount of time it took to, to do the pit stop, so... So that's the way it goes, and I think if Dick had got in the car, there would have definitely been a definitely would have been a podium, uh, would have been a first. I have no doubt about that. And the uh, the 2000, 2001, um, Jason Bright and I were driving, um, and uh, we had the we had the car like we did in '99. I led the race in '99 all day, and then had a puncture at the wrong 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 time wrong place. And uh, and in 2000, um, you know, was uh, we, we had the car again, but uh, just missed out by uh, it was the smallest of margins to finish second. So, yeah, one of those one of those races and events that that I didn't quite conquer. Um, but I'll tell you what, I gave it a good shape. <laughs> you certainly did. Does it does it have a great on you? And you, I mean, probably you're probably loving me bringing it up. But you know, a couple of second places. But do you ever think if only you know something had gone as you say in 1990? If only the seat had gone back. Yeah, and, and look, it's a, you know, and and that's part of the race. We, sh- you know, pre- it comes down to preparation. We should have practiced Dick getting in the car and uh, checked that everything was working before the event. But you know, one thing about motor racing, you can never presume anything, and uh, it's really you know, you, you've got to make sure you've rehearsed, practiced, everything's working properly, and even then it can fail. So. Look, do, do I look? I don't look back on it. I, I, I think I answered it before, and I said, you know, every time I got in the car, I gave it my best shot. I did everything I could do to win, and, and sometimes it was a little bit too much, and it went pear shaped. But um, you know, I gave it my best shot, and uh, yeah, looking back, hey, it would have been great to do, but we didn't, and um, life goes on. It does indeed. Uh, last couple of years, we've had uh, some good Kiwi success. Shane Van Gisbergen, Scotty McLaughlin, both uh, both triumphant. Uh, are we starting to see uh, you know Kiwis you know really getting to grips with Mount Panorama, or, or are they just two very special drivers? Oh, they're special drivers for sure. You know, you've got to be, you've got to be, you've got to be a special driver. You've got to be. You got just got to have everything hundred and ten percent. And and both those boys. Put a huge amount of time, effort. You know, take, it, it, it did take them, uh, particularly Shane, a long time to get to where he's got to now. He's got a huge amount of experience, in particularly in supercars. But they're, they're talented kids, you know, and and uh, they can jump in anything. As 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 both of them are proving that you know, if you're if you're a quick driver in one thing, you can be a quick driver in another, as long as you've got it, the backup and and the car to do it. And Chaz Mostert, uh, fastest uh, in the top ten shootout last night, the fastest anyone's ever gone around Mount Panorama. Is he is he the guy to beat this afternoon? He and he and Lee Holdsworth in the Holden Commodore, or, or who else do you like? Yeah, look, you can throw. I mean, on paper, the um, the Triple Eight cars were the other ones to beat with uh, Shane, you know, Shane, and of course Wincup and Lowndes, and, and and look, there's no doubt that they'll be right there. They didn't quite have the speed. 
yesterday, but you know, qualifying's one thing and racing is another. Um, there, there's you know you've got Waters um, in there in the in the FPR team or the Tickford team, uh, and of course the Shell cars. So, look, the top four or five teams you can throw throw it e- either which way. You know, I think as an outsider there, the, the Will Brown and, and uh, Jack Perkins uh, did a tremendous job, and I tell you, they'll be. I think their odds are pretty good, so I'd throw a few bucks that way uh, as, as an outsider. But, um, mate, we're going for a Kiwi win, right? So, Shane, all the way. All right, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. Paul, thanks so much for uh, your expertise and analysis this afternoon. Enjoy the great race. Pleasure. You too. Thanks, Paul. Paul Radisic joining us on Weekend Sport. Eight away from two.